0: What if I don't like it? Like there was this part of me that had this grass is greener, like this entrepreneur life, I'm going to have so much freedom. But then there was this part of me that's like, I kind of like my job. I like what I have going on right now. What if I don't like this new life? And I can tell you, and my personal experience is different than other people's, but being on
1: the other side now, I just wish I would have done it sooner. This is not your average business podcast, because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We
0: believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her.
1: We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today.
0: Today, I am speaking to the woman out there who is currently in a full time job. Maybe it's a job that is safe, it has some good things going, but it also doesn't fill you with passion. You might wake up on Monday mornings and you have to urge yourself to get out of bed just to get started with your day. I'm speaking to the woman who feels like she's going through the motions and is on that never ending hamster wheel. Day after day, it feels the same, and you wonder is this it? Like, is this what my life is going to be like from now until forever? And I'm really speaking to the woman who feels like her schedule, it's already so full, but you desperately want there to be more purpose in the day-to-day. But but where? Like how? When am I actually going to do this? Honestly, I'm speaking to me two years ago when I was still working full-time in corporate America. I knew that the lifestyle I was living wasn't attainable for my goals and it definitely wasn't attainable for my family. I had been in a sales role for 13 years with two separate jobs. I had an undergraduate and a master's degree that were both in public health. So I was so worried that I was wasting my degree. I was wasting my years in this career. But then when I finally took a step back and I realized that I was wasting my life, that's when I knew
1: that I needed something to change. I love what Glennon Doyle says your one wild, precious life, like that's how you're spending it. So I think that you have piqued the interest of a lot of ears out there. I know that we have a lot of women in this community that are exactly where you were two years ago, and they're thinking in their head, but Abby, of course you can do it. I just don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I am made for something else. Walk us through what life was like a few
0: years ago. Yeah, and it's it's fun to think about life back then, knowing now that I'm on the other side. Because from the outside, life looked good. And my job, it looked flashy. And in many ways, it was. I was traveling to cool cities. I had big name clients. I got to see the behind the scenes of some really cool brands that I adore. And I got to help them with their well-being initiatives, which was something that I felt called to, at least in that season. I had built this life in corporate America, but there were these tugs at my heart over and over and over again to help a different crowd altogether. So at that time, two years ago, Amy and I, we were ramping up the Herself podcast. And Amy, we hadn't even dropped an episode yet. <laughs> we had no idea if it was going to be a success or not. But there was this business side to herself that we didn't even have a set timeline on. Like We were just really talking and brainstorming and loving what we were doing, but we didn't know about the revenue side of it yet. And I had less than a thousand followers on Instagram. I posted maybe once a month. I definitely needed the Amy Keeper <laughs> Instagram school back then. You got into it though. I did, I did. Um, but it took it took a little bit there. And it's so cool to see how much has changed. So since then to now, so much has changed just in the day to day. But the biggest thing that changed was my mindset. And it wasn't overnight. Um, At this time, I didn't have the coaching knowledge that I have now from going through my professional coaching degree. I had major blocks that were also holding me back. And these blocks were specific. And I think that a lot of people in our community have the same types of blocks. So number one, was on buying a laptop. You
1: know, like, I'm sorry that? for laughing at that
0: one, but that
1: kind of cracks me up. Why is buying a laptop? Part I, of the I was story? like, I will buy you a laptop.
0: It was a $1,000 investment, which, I mean, that's a lot of money. Like yeah, $1,000 is a lot sure. of money. But it was also the thing that it was holding me back because I wasn't taking myself seriously. I yeah. didn't feel like I was worth the $1,000 investment to put into this business that we didn't know was gonna be generating revenue. And so it wasn't the laptop. It was literally this idea that I wasn't ready to invest in myself and take myself seriously. And I remember I was talking to my my life coach at the time, and she's like, Abby, buy the damn laptop. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? If you're not going to take yourself seriously, no one else is going to either. And I realized that by not investing in myself in that way, I wasn't allowing myself to go fully in. And maybe for you, it's not a laptop. Maybe for you, it's something totally different. But What is out there? Maybe it's something that comes to your mind right away that you're like, this is what I need to do. Maybe you need to do a little bit more digging, but where are you not investing in yourself to really step into who you want to be? And then number two, I was worried that I wasn't going to be good at a certain skill. And for me with podcasting, it was the tech. Um, And to be honest, I'm not good with a lot of technology, but what did I do? I learned how to do it. And what do we now teach our students how to do? We teach you what technology to buy. We teach you how to edit. We teach you how to upload. We teach you the different softwares and programs that we use in order to make our podcast a success. We lay this all out for you so you don't have to second guess yourself. You don't have to do things the wrong way. You can learn right, right from the start. This can honestly stop a lot of people from starting podcasts, and we want to help you gain confidence. So that's exactly what we do. This next one was really, really big for me as an Enneagram 3, as somebody who definitely has that achiever personality. A question I kept asking myself was what if I fail? Like, what if I fail? What if I put all of my time, all of my energy into this thing, and then it doesn't turn out like how I imagine it going? I had to do a lot of self-work on this one, a lot of work around imposter syndrome, a lot of work on the gremlins, the saboteurs that really can overtake your mind and tell you that you can't. But then I also had to realize that no one person can be perfect in every single category. And as someone who's also a perfectionist, I'm talking about a lot of things here, perfectionism, Enneagram 3, achieving personalities, like wanting to be better in every single way. You can't be. You can't be perfect at everything. But what I do know is that failures equal lessons learned. And in episode two, we went through all of the failures that we've made in our businesses. We get really, really vulnerable with talking about the things we wish we would have changed. And from those, we learned these lessons. And now we know how to do business better. And with pursuing her purpose, we didn't make all those little mistakes that we had made with herself, with Expecting Empowered, with the other businesses that we had Yeah,
1: That one, I I also think for me, I'm always like, what's the worst that happens? Mm -hmm. And like a lot of times we're really dramatic in our minds with – what the worst thing that happens about that is but like you had your safe corporate job you could have just gone you you were staying in it anyway it's like what's the worst that happens you (laughs) shut down the podcast like at least you tried
0: Mm -hmm.
1: at least you tried
0: and then you figure out was it for you which kind of goes into this next one which is what if I don't like it like there was this part of me that had this grass is greener, like this entrepreneurial life, I'm going to have so much freedom. But then there was this part of me that's like, I kind of like my job. I like what I have going on right now. What if I don't like this new life? And I can tell you, and my personal experience is different than other people's, but being on the other side now, I just wish I would have done it sooner. Because I was able to take the things that I liked from corporate America, take the skills, take the relationships, and pull them into the life that I have right now along with all of the freedom, the flexibility, the growth, being able to use my unique skill set that I wasn't getting with that corporate job. Being able to do them side by side for a while definitely helped because I could see like, okay, there's a lot of really good things that I'm liking about this. If I just take the step fully in, how much better could this be? Another block that I know that I have with my with my <laughs> frugal mindset, others might be able to relate as well, is But I make so much money. Like I make money with my job. This is real money. This salary is so comfortable. You see that paycheck coming in month after month, every other week. But then I also have to remind myself that money can only take you so far. And at the same time, I wasn't seeing the possibility that I could be making money by also doing something that I love that was mine. Like I didn't think about the fact that if I moved to this entrepreneurial world, I can make the same paycheck, I can make the same amount of money (laughs) and be working with people who I love and serving an audience that I love. And now that these businesses are making good money, that objection is completely thrown out the window. Like you guys, this last year herself hit six figures. So was the first year a growth year? Yeah, absolutely. But us being able to hit six figures in year two All those comments from other people of, oh, you're just starting this little podcast or, oh, this little side hobby that you have going. Like, no, this is real money. This is amazing money by doing what I love and being able to generate that income. Um, And our costs are low. Like a lot of the things that we can do in the entrepreneurial world, your profit is so high because especially when you get started off, a lot of the business is run by you. So it's awesome to be able to see the dollars coming in while also feeling so fulfilled at the end of the day. And the whole thing about what will other people think, like that can be a real thing that holds a lot of people back. And especially coming from corporate America, where people know that you make a certain amount of money, and then in the sales world, if you work harder, if you spend more hours on the road, if you get more clients, you make more money, and then you get a bigger title, and then you make more money, like that was the trajectory. That's the step by step by step of what my job was like. So they couldn't even see the, oh, you can make money with a podcast? Like what, you can actually make money this way? And it doesn't matter. Like it didn't matter that they didn't understand it. At first, I didn't get that part of it. But it didn't matter because those weren't the people who I needed to be surrounding myself with, which is also a really good point to be surrounding yourself with the people who can cheer for you. They are loving the growth. They are loving your success. And they help build out those ideas. So instead of my coworkers, some people in my family just putting down my ideas or thinking of it as this little side hobby, no, fill the room with people who can actually support you. And it's just cool. Like, Amy, we look at our businesses now. We have several engaged Instagram accounts. We have growing email lists. We have businesses that are thriving, all because we were able to take those first few steps. I mean, herself right now, it's making great money. It has over 1.5 million downloads. That puts us in the top, I think, 3% of podcasts of all time. Pursuing her purpose, we hit the top business podcast charts right away. So those comments on, oh, that little side business, oh, just a podcast Instead of letting them get to you, like be the proof that shows up in the success that you have. And overall, work through those objections that come to your mind. Like That is so key, especially as they come up at the start of your business, because they can honestly stop you from going forward and doing the thing that you're meant to do. And these same type of objections will come up over and over again. That mean inner critic, it will keep lying to you over and over again if you let it. So that's where it's just put, it, put a stop to it, silence it
1: right from the start. That was those were super inspiring <laughs> points that you brought to the table because it's it's so interesting to hear everyone's journey. Everyone's journey is so different. I know in episode 10 we talked about productivity hacks and how people can continue their career while also growing a side hustle because we deeply understand that for a lot of people, it's just not a choice that they could leave their career right away to pursue their own thing. So this would be a really good time for you guys to go back and listen to that episode if you're feeling that time crunch as you want to build your side hustle. I wanna know, Abby, is there anything to add to those who want to start and they don't think that they have enough time?
0: Yes, so episode 10, it's full of several tangible time management skills and tips, but what I want to add is changing the headspace around time as well. So a question to ask yourself is, what time are you missing out on by not going forward with your purpose? Like our time right now, it is so precious. Yet so many of us, we waste it in a career or doing things day to day that aren't serving us. Even if they served us in the past, they're not serving us right now. And I could have made all the excuses in the world on time, having too much going on, like this is the reason that I'm not starting right now. But it was mainly my mindset that held me back. It was not the lack of knowledge or lack of skills, but it was limiting beliefs that was keeping me stuck. Overall, I wasn't making it a priority. I wasn't making me and my idea and myself a priority. I was letting everything else win. So I felt like I had no time, but it was because I wasn't doing the things that really meant a lot to me Right from the start, I wasn't doing those things first, and I was filling my day with these mindless, worthless tasks that were majority for other people. My timeline also kept being pushed back. So I kept on saying, you know, I'll start this in April, and then it was June, and then it was September, and corporate America has a really interesting way of doing this. They dangle this carrot in front of you. Maybe it's a new flashy title. Maybe it's a jump in salary. Maybe it's changing teams. Like they do this right at the end when you're just about to make the leap. They dangle this in front of you. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I need to stay for longer. But I kept on having that same conversation over and over again. And Amy, you knew this conversation (laughs) so well. It was years of being like, oh, Should I make the switch? Should I change? Should I go forward with this? Oh, no, I'm not ready right now. Like, now's not the right time. What would you do if it were you? (laughs) What would you do, Amy, if this was you? Like, oh, my God, I've already said this a million times. No, I said,
1: Abby, I will not make this big life decision for you. You have to make this decision for yourself.
0: But Amy, what if it were you? (laughs) But having the outside validation from
1: everyone else,
0: instead of looking inside at what you are truly trying to say... Like that internal struggle is gonna stay with you until you decide for yourself. And day after day, I was feeling burned out, but I didn't know what to change. And I felt like it could be these like tiny little things like, Oh, I'm just gonna go to bed earlier, or I'm just gonna make sure that I get a walk-in during my day. But like Kat said in last week's episode, burnout comes from walking a path that's no longer meant for you. And I was definitely on a path that had served me in the past, that was flashy, that I kind of liked but it was definitely not going to be part of my future. And for those of you who are financial earners in your job and you want to grow the side hustle, I mean, we designed the course, like the course that we're building, it was designed for you. I, we have two modules completely on mindset, completely on reframing um, that I lead. Kat and Amy, you guys pepper in changing the thoughts throughout your modules as well as a way to really figure out how can we shift our identity and shift our mindset as a start. And then there are real time constraints to being a mother. Like we get that part of it. And there are time constraints to having a full-time job. So we lay these out specifically on what are the small changes that you can make, productivity hacks, so to say, to get a few hours back in your day. I mean, Kat leads an entire module on productivity hacks in order to pull in the course and make that part of your work week as well. The lessons are all digestible, there's a coaching component, there's accountability that's part of it. So if you're really worried about, okay, can I do this entrepreneurial journey while working this job? Like I'm going to say yes, you can. Are there sacrifices you'll have to make? Absolutely. Are there going to be places where you have to make yourself and your big idea a priority? Yes, absolutely. But the feeling you'll have on the other side by actually putting those big boulders first instead of putting everyone else first because i'm guessing you might be in the position if you're feeling burned out that that has been your case for a while like let this be the year that you actually invest in yourself and make you that priority
1: and what i love about this series we're currently doing is that we're all telling our stories because we've all done that we mm-hmm. had other jobs while we were developing our side hustle so we totally understand the position that a lot of you are in I know that a lot of people, they do like their job, they see the benefit of their job, and they have a really hard time with the thought of, it's it's not that bad, what do I really have to complain about? And that kind of keeps them in place. I would love to hear what you would say to that woman.
0: I mean, even in just how you said that, that's exactly it. I felt the exact same way that I liked my job. I had great coworkers, I enjoyed the steady salary, I enjoyed the benefit but that all came at a cost of not being able to do what truly fueled me. Like there's a difference between what fuels you and what like inspires you and just something that's okay. Like for instance, I wasn't learning anymore. Like after being in that job, I wasn't learning anymore and growth is one of my core values. I wasn't feeling in alignment with my job because I wasn't growing in that job. I also wasn't using my unique skill set. So I had gone to school for a master's of public health degree. I was able to use the education that I had. But the stuff that Abby Green could do, like the stuff that only Abby Green can show up for, I wasn't doing that in my corporate job. Like any salesperson who knew about wellness could do my old job. But the stuff that we're doing right now with Amy, Kat, and I, like this is stuff that only we can do. My customers also weren't people who I ideally wanted to be helping. Was I helping individuals? Yes, of course I was. But I also knew that I could support a different population so much more. The population that was me from two years ago, pretty much the people who I'm talking to on this conversation right now. Like, I wanted to help the women who were feeling stuck, who knew they were made for more, who wanted to balance out their relationships and their career and their own life. That's who I wanted to be helping um not you know rich businessmen who <laughs> wanted to change their insurance policies just slightly like was that feeling no even if it was steady it just didn't didn't make me feel fulfilled when i hit the pillow at night and overall i didn't leave a job that i hated i wasn't leaving because i hated something i left for something better i left something that was good in order to get to great And that was a mindset shift that I needed to take of not leaving something that was terrible because some people leave when they do hit rock bottom. And I honestly, I hope that you're not there. But in order to leave something good, you have to have a little bit of courage. Like it takes courage in order to leave something good, um, knowing that the next step is going to be so much better. And when I left, surprise, surprise, I was replaced. (laughs) Like sure, people, the people missed me, but a job will almost always replace you where if you build something that is yours, like build your big idea out, that is only you. That's you and your community, and that is what your community is yearning for, um, and only you can be that person.
1: Mm, I loved that answer. I, It really spoke to me, because in, in that way, our stories are very, very similar. I know that many people have also spent years at their job, years and a lot of money on their education, and so they worry that they wasted it. Like they wasted it because they're not able to take anything from it when they leave.
0: Yeah, and I I had that fear too. Like you spend years in in education. I mean, I had a master's degree in public health. I had taken credentials in different business and marketing and sales. I mean, every single year I was taking credits and learning from speakers and going to these big events in order to master a very specific skill set. And then in my career, I mean, I'd built this career over a decade. I'd built this book of business that was my own. And I kept on worrying like, well, I've already made this investment. Like if I leave right now, I mean, I would be wasting all of this. And I was saying that when I was 34 years old. Like I still had a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a decade or two can feel like a lot when we're in our 30s. But there is so much more life ahead of us. And I just I kept on thinking like all these tasks I had become so efficient at. Like my job was it wasn't a cakewalk because every job has its challenges, obviously. But I become so efficient with the day to day that I was just so worried that I would be having to learn everything all new as soon as I left. But the best part about leaving is that you can take all the good with you. You can take all of the skills with you, and you can leave behind what's no longer serving you. Um, those skills, they weren't wasted. Like the skills that I had learned in corporate America, the skills that I had learned from my education, they weren't wasted. They just became part of my new world. And for those listening, they can become part of your new world too. It also builds confidence because – you're not starting at square one. Like when you know that you can take part of that old world with you, part of that skill set with you, you're not starting from scratch. Like being in corporate America as a teacher, maybe in the medical field, even years as being a stay-at-home mom, those skills can be used as an entrepreneur. Like you're not starting from scratch. These are pieces that are so important to build into your new life. And remember to really internalize that, like hear these things and believe that you are able to use that as a starting block. So I want to end this episode with reading you a message that I actually wrote to Amy. This was two years ago, December of 2019. We were just about to launch the Herself podcast. My mind was reeling with possibility, but I also had some major blocks. I understood how good I had it at work and I was so scared to make a permanent change. And I took a screenshot of this message because I wanted to freeze my thoughts in that moment in time. And when it came through on my memory app a few weeks ago, I knew that I had to share it with the Pursuing Her Purpose community. I'm honestly so glad that I took a screenshot because every- I'm like really interested in hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not vivid for me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So this is what it read. Money is a great way to show success in my role. But if I'm being honest, it's not my top value. I struggle with security. The inability to quit, and a worry that I'm not going to be good at whatever is next because I am damn good at what I'm doing now. I hold myself back because my struggles and values conflict with one another. And until recently, I let my struggle win almost every time. My current job is safe, and I know I'm good at it. So it's this little life jacket that's keeping me afloat. I just have to trust myself to let go and swim. Deep down, I know I won't sink, but it's easier to hold on to the life jacket than try swimming on my own. But I know I'll enjoy and have way more success to freaking swim. I just have to stop doing what's easy because easy isn't fulfilling, even if it's what I know to be true and comfortable for right now. So gosh, these thoughts, like rereading them right now, it brings back all the feels and you might be there right in this moment. So ask yourself. Like, are you staying comfortable? Are you holding yourself back because you would rather stay safe than feeling the freedom and the life-giving energy of this swim? Like, only you can make that decision. And I'm telling you from personal experience, if you continue to have these thoughts and disregard them, they will sink you. So don't let another decade or year or even month go by feeling this way and letting this doubt kill your dreams because it's coming from internally. It's like it's your self-doubt and taking that first step, it can really be the catalyst to change the entire trajectory of your life. And just know that Kat, Amy and I, we are here to take those steps with you. We want to be on this journey with you. So if you have thought about podcasting as a creative outlet, a way to share the messages that are on your heart, we are here to help you do that. Or maybe that little creative outlet, that side hustle, if you're like me, it turns into your full-time job. It turns into a career that makes an impact while it makes an income. You too could be helping hundreds, thousands of people in your niche with sharing your voice. So we want you to head to growwithpodcasting.com and sign up for our free webinar that's going to teach you how to monetize your podcast right from the start. I'm telling you. There is so much more to life than a soul-sucking job, and we want to help you do that. So again, that's growwithpodcasting.com to make podcasting an impactful and profitable part of your business. Thanks again, friends.